Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you as a parent gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepard dive into a topic that will challenge, encourage, and inspire you as you parent your teen. Let's listen in. We're going to be talking about rules and grace today on Parenting Today's Teens. I'm Wayne Shepard here with Mark Gregston, the author of Tough Guys and Drama Queens and Rules and grace sounds pretty interesting, Mark. (laughs) You know, I think parents have a tough time probably combining those two. It's very difficult that when we set rules in order in our home and we allow consequences to have their full effect, it's very difficult for parents to go, okay, well, I'm going to gracefully move toward (laughs) my child. What does that look like? Because most people think that grace is not giving your kids consequences. That's probably more mercy than it is anything. Mm -hmm. Grace is moving toward your child regardless of what they've done. You know, no matter how much they've offended you, no matter how much they've pushed you away or violated what you believe, hope for, long for, want for them, all the principles, values, all those things, you move toward them in relationship, but you still allow those rules to remain in place. It kind of really tests us in what we're made of as parents, doesn't it? It really does, but it gives an opportunity to help your child through something as opposed to becoming the bad guy. All right, Mark, let's jump right in. How do you differentiate between rules and grace? You know, the the differentiation can be seen in the comments that parents make at home. I mean, it's it's almost that one of those things that if it's a rules-based home, which we're trying to move people away from and say, be more grace-based, and grace doesn't mean that you eliminate the rules no. or eliminate the consequences, but you, you, you err on the side of grace rather than on the side of legalism. But if you have parents that are saying these things, then your home may be rule-based. And it's stuff like this. It's my way or the highway, (laughs) you know, or it's you do so because I said so. You're giving me flashbacks. That's right. Do as I say, Wayne, not as I do. You know, as long as you live in this house, it will be done this way. I don't care what you think. This is our home. Or perhaps somebody will say this. You will respect me. I'm your father. Yep. Yeah, I, I feel like that's from an old, you know, like Star Wars deal, you know. <laughs> Luke, or, I am your father. That's right. You will call your stepmother mom. I'll say what I want when I want to say it, and you will listen to me or be grounded. I mean, doesn't this sound a little militaristic yeah. and more authoritarian? But we do say those things. Oh, I know. I know. And I mean, they may come to your mind. And I'm saying, boy, we've got to eliminate these things here for a reason. You know, I will read and look at anything in this house, which parents get frustrated. They want to know what's going on. Or they may say this, change your attitude right now. Yeah. Okay. If all those things are present, it's probably more rule-oriented than it is grace-oriented. And here's my point. You know, the the tendency is, is that kids change because of relationship. They move toward relationship because it's grace-filled. Nobody moves toward a relationship that's nothing but rules. And the other part of it is, is that kids don't change because of authority. And so we're just saying, you know what, the nature of this culture, the nature of kids, the way that it's, that, that kids are engaging with parents is that grace-based homes do a better job of engaging with their kids and moving them to a place where the kid wants to be and it keeps them from a place where they don't want to end up. Well, g- showing grace never excuses bad behavior. That's not what you're 
you're saying. No, I'm not saying that at all. The tendency, that, as I said earlier, is that most people think that that you show grace and, and kids just get to do whatever they want. It's a free-for-all. No way. You know, well, it's a free gift, so you get to free everything you get a free up. Ride. Yeah, it, yeah, That doesn't work. That isn't it. You know, nobody threw out the rule book with this <laughs> whole thing. What they did was, was say, you know what, you can still love a child. So when I discipline a child, here's the practical parts of it. When I discipline a child... I can have them be grounded and f- feel the effects of, of uh, a consequence so that they feel like their world is shut down. But I can move toward them and say, let's go get a cup of coffee. Can let's... you do both at the same time? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because what I'm doing is allowing consequences to work, and I'm, I'm fulfilling a relationship that they long to have. Let's go get some ice cream. Let's go out and eat dinner tonight. You know, it may be a time that you even say this, why don't you and I go see a movie? Mm-hmm. Why don't you and I do something? And a kid's going to be going, wow, isn't this something? <laughs> but what I want them to learn, if it's a training atmosphere, I want them to learn that, that there's consequences. And I am not backing down on the consequences. And if anybody knows me, they know I'm big on consequences. Yeah. I'm really big on those things. But I'm just as big and even bigger on building a relationship with kids to make sure that they understand they're loved in spite of those things they do. Isn't this how God parents us? Well, I think so. I think, you know, how would you like to have a relationship with somebody that acts like a policeman all the time and all he does is write us up and tell us where we're wrong? It's all legalism. That's right. And never moves toward us in relationship. Well, you know what? I'm not going to be, I'll respect that person. You know, and I'll probably fear that person, and I'll probably look at him and go, wow. But you'll never be as close as you, say. as you might be. That's right. And I think parents want to have a deep relationship with their kids. It's not by just letting them do everything. It's by allowing grace to, to permeate the way they engage with their kids. But it's hard to move towards our teens in grace when they've messed up. It is. I mean, we have to get over that hump. It is. You know, I mean, it, and it hurts a little bit as well. I mean, I still get disappointed in kids that live with us. I'm always disappointed when I hear that they've done something and they've done something wrong. But I, I'm always hurt going, ah, I just feel a great sense of disappointment. And it's rooted because I want something good for them. It's not how you feel. It's how, That's you, right. how, how concerned and how much you love them. That's right. And for their sake, that you, you want them to know what they've That's done. That's right. Yeah, but with parents too, Wayne, what happens is they get offended and so they want to move away, and then they move away, and then what you find out is there's no relationship. And so I tell parents, move toward your child in the difficulty, even if you are offended and you feel bad and you're angry. And, and this is the point. Grace, if it feels good, probably isn't grace. It is probably just your appeasement of a child or trying to rescue them or, or you're looking to your own interests. I think grace is tough. I think it's an easy thing for God. Hmm. Or maybe, you know, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, I'd look at what, how he was so graceful well, with us and that paid the price of his son. That's right. How easy was that? It, it, it wasn't, but grace is tough. It's hard giving something to somebody that doesn't deserve it. And so if it feels good, it probably isn't grace. Grace is rooted in something that's very difficult for all of us, but we're commanded to do it. Why? Why? And I think you said this earlier. Because that is what God has done for us. Mm -hmm. I will love my kids as God has loved me. I want to parent my kids as God has parented me as well. The first time I ever spoke with you on the radio, I'm sure you said this, nothing you do will make me love you more, and nothing you do will make me love you less. That's right. You know, there's nothing. I, I want to communicate that to a child. That's giving them grace. It's saying to them that, you, you know, you can mess up, you can flunk out of school, you can violate every principle there is, and it doesn't matter. 
for my love. Now, are there consequences? Oh, yeah. Better believe it. Yeah, there's big consequences. (laughs) You're going to suffer the consequences of every one of those things because I want to steer you away from that line of thinking and that pattern of behavior. But it doesn't affect my relationship with you. I love you. you just as much. That's right. This is how you love the sinner and hate the sin. Two years ago, Jan and I lost our dog, Stitch, who was a member of our family for 13 years and was like a third child to us. When she died, the comforting answers at people, well-intended as they were, didn't comfort me at all. The idea that that our dog had crossed the Rainbow Bridge or went to doggy heaven or whatever was a little unsettling to me. It wasn't comforting, uh, and it seemed rather childish. So here's the problem. We all do that a lot. When we don't have the answers to comfort, we sometimes say things that avoid the reality of loss in our life, or we act like we have to know everything. And the truth is, we don't have all the answers. And there are times when it is far better just to say, I don't know, not a phrase one hears too much in this current culture. Queer Stitch is a religious treatise about the dealing with loss in a children's book form. It's a great book to share with kids and grandkids when they lose a pet and a wonderful story about loss and dealing with hurts in our life. To order your copy of Where Stitch, go to www.wherestitch.com. That's wherestitch.com. Parenting at the moment, it's not just one topic, but it, it, parenting in the moment is a, is a mixture of grace and standards and compromise and structure and boundaries and exceptions and rules. Hey, nobody and, said it was going to be easy. <laughs> and, yeah, and permission kind of all wrapped up, and you've got to be thinking about all those things at once. And sometimes they get off track. But here's the thing. No matter what gets off track... And no matter what happens, the most important role that a parent plays in the life of a child is communicating to them of their love for them. And, and you said it, you know, it, it's, it's looking at kids and communicating this to them. It's communicating to your child, there's nothing you can do to make me love you more. And there's nothing you can do to make me love you less. That message will change the life of your child. So moms, dads, go home right now, today, write it down and communicate that to your child, maybe at the dinner table, maybe when you tuck them in tonight and just constantly let them know that so that when, when rules get violated, they still know of your love for them. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, you can visit parentingtodaysteens.org, heartlightministries.org, or markgregston.com. Join us back here tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.